Welcome to the Speakernomics Podcast, the official podcast of the National Speakers Association. I'm your host, Robert Kennedy III, RK3. That's me. Speakernomics is the show where we flow and go and help you to know how to grow a thriving speaking business. Why? So you can change the world. Of course. Now join me for that journey. Will you? Cash some pennies. Content security policy. Communication service provider. Chips, shrimp, and pumpkins. What exactly is a CSP? And as a speaker, why on earth should I get one? Does it help me to get another CSP? Cash, sent, and paid. In case you haven't guessed, we're talking CSP today. And our guest today is committed, supportive, and passionate about helping you get higher and get hired with your CSP. Jennifer Elder, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? Thank you so much, Robert. It is an honor and a pleasure to be here with you and talking about my favorite topic, certified speaking professionals. Oh, yeah. Well, glad you fixed that for us. It's not chips, shrimp, and produce. (laughs) All right. Well, listen, Jennifer, your background is finance. So I know you've got a vault of gold you want to share with us today. What's the one main tip you want us to understand? Oh, well, the one main tip I think everybody should understand is the CSP, Certified Speaking Professional designation, is proof. It is independent proof that you are a professional. So meeting planners don't have to trust you and your one page and your website. They can trust those little letters. Yeah. As you mentioned, I'm a finance professional, so I'm also a CPA, Certified Public Accountant. These designations mean something to our clients. Fantastic. Excellent. Excellent. People don't know whether the testimonials are true or not. Yeah. But they do know that a designation is real. Excellent. Well, we're going to get into it. So before Jennifer Elder helps us get younger, I just want to remind you to hop on over to the Speakernomics voicemail box. Every week we ask a question and we like to play your answers on the show or just hear from you in general. So do me a favor. Head on over to Speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. That's Speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. And we will play your message on the show. Later on, I want to encourage you to listen out for today's question and then head on over to that link with your computer or your mobile device speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail let your voice be heard okay let's get into the show for today jennifer elder is a chaos unraveler she is a cpa cma cia cff cgma and you'd be shocked to know she is a csp (laughs) helping organizations and individuals become future-proof by transforming good technical professionals into great leaders. And here's an OMG. For 15 years, her house was literally a two-bedroom, two-bath on the water. Hey, y'all. She loved her backyard. She was a boat dweller. Jennifer, let's start the show by talking about this boat dwelling situation. (laughs) How did you manage to live on the water for 15 years? Oh, that has to do with my fabulous spouse who was a ship's captain. Oh, wow. So we bonded over sailing and boating and just decided that that was where we wanted to live. And it worked fabulously for 15 years. And then we discovered, yes, we love boating, but now we like skiing a little bit more. 
Oh. So we moved up north to Vermont. To a mountaintop. All right. Love it. <laughs> Excellent. Again, so, chaos unraveled. There we go. Did, did you did you get tired of fish? Is that possible? I, I, I don't know. Uh, you know. <laughs> There's nothing better than fresh caught tuna. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. Well, we're not here to talk about tuna today, <laughs> are we? We're here to talk about chips, sauce, and produce. No, I'm sorry. Certified Speaking Professionals, the CSP. So let's jump into this thing. I mean, I've been in organizations or I've been or I've seen associations or let's forget the associations. I've been on LinkedIn and I see people's names and there's an alphabet soup right after their name. ABC, LMNOP. Why does that even make a difference to the average person? Well, even the average person knows that you have to do something to earn that, those letters. Mm -hmm. They may not know what they stand for. In the finance community, people know my other letters. They have no idea what CSP stands for. And that's often the first question. I understand what CPA and CMA are. What is CSP? Mm -hmm. Because they understand there was some effort put into this and somebody had to bless you with that designation. So people look at this and say, you've achieved a certain level of expertise. Yeah. So people look at you and make that assumption or they arrive at that conclusion. Here's the question that a lot of people want to know from a paycheck standpoint, from a pineapple standpoint, does it make a difference? Do meeting planners come upon two people and say, OMG, I'm going to hire Jennifer versus Robert because she has her CSP? Well, let's think about this, Robert. The last time you were not feeling well and you needed to go to a doctor, mm -hmm. would you go to somebody who was not licensed? <laughs> it's yeah. pretty much the same thing in our profession. CSPs are licensed professional speakers. Mm -hmm. So from a meeting planner's perspective, from a client's perspective, it's a promise yeah. that we will be professional, that we will deliver, that we have a unique take on our subject. We know how to engage with the audience. We're not going to stand up there and talk at them sounding like Eeyore. <laughs> We're going to get excited. We want the client, the crowd to get excited with us. Yeah. So there's for the meeting planner, you know, their biggest risk is that the person they put on the stage falls flat. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, for a meeting planner or a speaker's bureau, if they've not worked with you and you don't have that designation. Yeah. It's tough to get your foot in the door. So, yes, it makes a difference to your career. It makes a difference to the number of pineapples you earn. <laughs> so we only have a certain amount of time on this show. and We won't go in depth on this. But as far as earning that CSP, can you give us a quick overview of what are the requirements to earn a CSP? We can do this very quickly. There are several elements that are involved. Number one is you have to prove that you are a business. So we ask to see a spreadsheet of a minimum of 250 presentations, paid presentations over 
a 10-year period. So we know that you have volume. We also want to know that you have pineapples. Mm. And the requirement is to show five out of those 10 years at a minimum income level of $50,000. Yep. That's the entrance into the process. Okay. Then we also need to know that you thrill your clients. So the second phase is you have to get evaluations from 20 of your clients that say, you're fabulous. And then the third, and I think for me, the most important part is you will be evaluated by your peers on video. Fantastic. And what we're looking for is eloquence. You have a take and you don't suck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you have a unique perspective. Yeah. You have stage presence that you engage with the audience. That's what we're looking for. That's our proof. So sometimes we have people who apply and quite honestly, I will say, how have they not become a CSP yet? Because I know their name. Wow. Yeah. But they've never decided to go through the process, but we can't give it to them based on their name. Yeah. We're not even allowed to go look at your website. We need to see an actual presentation and that's our proof. And, and then the final element includes ethics. Mm -hmm. There can't be any ethical scandals behind your name related to speaking. Got it. Got it. So you're saying 250 presentations. What if I am a speaker and I just joined the National Speakers Association two years ago and I am just getting into the space of keynoting. But for my job, I was a trainer for the past 15 years. How do I quantify or qualify that within the CSP realm? I'm glad you asked that because we do accept training presentations as part of a paid employment position. What we ask you to do is list out those presentations and then there's a formula, just say you earn $50,000 a year. Just gonna make the math easy. Half of your time is spent presenting. So you can take half of your salary. Now we're down to 25,000. You give 10 presentations a year, you can split that 25,000 evenly over those 10 presentations. Now we were going to ask for some proof here. So we would like a letter from your employer saying, yes, 50% of your time was spent speaking and this was your salary. Love it. Love it. So as we talk through these things, there may be some people who are saying, okay, that's cool, Robert. That's cool, Jennifer. I don't have those credentials just yet. I don't have those qualifications just yet. I'm a beginner. How do I, as a beginner, begin planning effectively towards CSP? Do you have an online course or coaching program that creates massive impact for your clients? But are you tired of wasting time and money on marketing that doesn't get results? 
Introducing Be Known. Over the last five years, Be Known has helped entrepreneurs across the world get unstuck and scale their businesses from six to seven figures. So if you're ready to multiply your income, influence, and impact, head over to beknownonline.com and schedule your complimentary strategy call today. How do I, as a beginner, begin planning effectively towards CSP? You start today. So you said um, chips, shrimp, and pumpkins. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes people say it stands for can submit paperwork. Yes. And in some cases, the reason people have not yet applied is because they were terrified of going through the spreadsheet. So I recommend that everybody download that spreadsheet today. Start entering the dates of your presentations, your client name, your topic, the number of pineapples you earned, and start now. You keep track of all of your events. It's also a fabulous way to manage your speaking career. Mm -hmm. I still use that spreadsheet. I enter all of my gigs into that spreadsheet, and at least once a year, I analyze it to find out what's my favorite topic now? Wow. Who's paying me the most? So what topic do I get the most pineapples for? Yeah. And then sometimes I'll look back and say, who haven't I talked to in a while? Mm. Who hired me three years ago and I haven't heard from them? So I can reach out to them and say, hey, just want to find out how things are going. Can I help you? And I've landed additional gigs from following up with clients that quite honestly, I had kind of forgotten about. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll have this in the show notes somewhere, but for somebody who's new, where do I go to find out more about this CSP? Where do I download that application that you just talked about? Oh, we have so many resources available on the NSA website. So you go to nsaspeaker.org forward slash CSP. P, as in certified speaking professional. There is a how to earn guide that you can download. There is an application checklist that you can use to follow your the process and follow yourself through the process once you have submitted. We have frequently asked questions. We have do's and don'ts. And we have video mm-hmm. do's and don'ts. That's a key portion of the application is making sure that we see you at your best. We want to see that event where you walked off the stage and you went, yes, I nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. So as somebody who has not only submitted the CSP, you say you you use the term we. So I'm assuming making the assumption that somewhere you are on the CSP council or committee that that processes some of this. What would you recommend to someone who is looking to submit their CSP information? How do I stand out? What is something that they can do to make themselves stand out to that to that council as they're doing their application? Well, the and and yes, thank you, Robert. I have the honor and pleasure of being the chair of the CSP committee currently, and we have a fabulous team. Uh, Pamela Robinson is the vice chair. Sharon Weinstein is the past chair. We have Samuel Jones, 
Carl Ulrichs, Simadal, Frank Kitchen, great group of people. The process is actually handled by NSA. So the process begins when you have, you submit an interest form. And then Shelby from NSA will reach out to you and have a quick conversation and make sure that you understand the process and that you are ready to submit. The most important thing that someone can do to stand out is remember that this is a vetted process. Mm -hmm. So dot your I's, cross your T's, and let me embarrass myself by explaining that I did not. The, I submitted twice. Yeah. Because the first year, I didn't pay attention to the rules. Now, you would think an accountant understands spreadsheets. <laughs> I did not pay attention to dates, and I submitted my spreadsheet in the wrong order, and I submitted it at about 11.50 p.m., 10 minutes to go before the deadline, mm -hmm. which meant when they looked at the next day and said, you did it backwards, I didn't have a chance to fix it. Wow. So... For anybody getting ready to submit, my two top hints are number one, the devil is in the details. That we do not grant exceptions to the rules. That's part of demonstrating you are a professional yeah. and that you are easy to work with because our clients have rules that they want us to follow. And then the second part is, again, don't assume that we know who you are and that we know you're fabulous. Mm -hmm. We need to see it in your video. So make sure you're submitting that best video. Make sure that we can hear you. <laughs> this is spoken word. When I have to lean in and go, what? Um, and we've gotta be able to see you. And then the third element is we have to know that you are connecting with your audience. Yeah. Demonstrate engagement. You know, let's let's hear the laughter. Let's hear the cheering for you. Let's hear audience questions. If you're submitting virtual video, let's hear people unmute themselves or hear you read questions out of the chat so that we know they're engaged. Wow. I'm so glad that you mentioned virtual video. I'm sure a lot of people are maybe thinking, oh my gosh, I don't have great video of me on stage, but I do a ton of virtual presentations. Can that be, can I be submitted for a CSP if I only do virtual presentations? Almost. Okay. Because we don't have a separate designation for virtual only CSP, mm -hmm. we do need to know that you can rock the stage. Right. But thank you, COVID, and our world has changed. We originally, it, everything had to be live on stage. Mm -hmm. During COVID, we went to, you could submit 25% virtual. But business models have changed. Clients have changed. So the current rule says we need to see a minimum of 25% on stage or in person. Mm -hmm. Got it. So 75% of your presentations can be virtual. Fantastic. 
Fantastic. So we've gone through quite a few things here. You've gone through this process and it sounds like there are three, four, five steps and of quite a few things. My gosh, do I have to do all of this myself? Where can I get help? Oh, that's a that's a good question to ask, Robert. <laughs> Some people do it themselves. And this is why I say download that spreadsheet now. Yeah. You can have your assistant, your VA pull everything together for you. And yes, there are people who you can pay to do this. There are, I, I don't want to name names because I'll leave somebody out. Yeah. But you can ask and you can post on the NSA website and, you know, or on the Facebook page, say, can anybody point me in a direction of someone who can help me submit? Mm -hmm. Because there are professionals in our organization that will do that. Love it. Love it. So let's land the plane here, Jennifer. You have brought with you a question and I want you to ask it. We've walked through this process and I'm sure that some who are listening to this are hopefully a little more comfortable with the CSP process. And now they know that it's possible for them to do it. What's the question that you want to leave us with? Right. No, my dad always said you can climb the biggest mountain by looking at it as a thousand little molehills mm. and do it one molehill at a time. So my question for everybody listening to the podcast is if you have not earned your CSP yet, what is the first step you will take towards that goal this week? Wow. What's the first step? What is the next step that you're going to take towards your CSP this week in the next seven days? We want to hear from you. Send us your responses and your thoughts by going to speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. That's speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. Jennifer, it's been phenomenal having you on the show. Thank you for coming. It was my pleasure, Robert. Thank you. Why not you? Or maybe the question I should ask is, when will you? When will you walk across that stage at Influence to get your medal, your pin, and your official certification as a CSP certified speaking professional? It's doable. It's within reach. And it's just one of the ways to grow and serve the world at a higher level. And guess what, my friend? The world's ready for you. The world needs you. Somebody's out there waiting for you to help them solve a problem. You know, the one you solve with your message and your voice. This has been another fantastic episode of Speakernomics, the podcast where you learn more about how to speak, get paid, repeat. See you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.